0: said Spartans won the toss but they've deferred that means the Spartans will kick off going south to north they will kick it meanwhile the Carmel Greyhounds line up to return this win with Christian Peterson and Dominic Chickley set to return the kick they're split at about the hash marks just inside the five-yard line for the Spartans teeing it up, Henry Knipshire, a sophomore kicker. He'll do both the kicking and the punting for the Spartans. We are ready to get it underway. Yeah. Knipscher approaches, the kick is up, and we are underway with the 2023 season. Taken on the far sideline at the seven-yard line. Got a seam up the middle. 40-45, finally wrapped up as he falls across midfield. A big-time return for Christian Peterson. And the Greyhounds are going to start in Homestead territory on the first possession. It'll be at the Spartans' 46-yard line, first and 10.
1: Yeah, not very good coverage there by Homestead. They got pinned into that boundary. He took that up the middle. Thankfully, the the uh,
0: kicker was able
1: to uh, make the play.
0: So the Spartans will line up with Anthony Kulner at quarterback. From the Homestead, 46-yard line is just inside the right hash. A wing to the right of the formation, a receiver split to the right, a man in motion left to right, so they'll overload the right side. And on the quarterback read, he'll give it to the tailback, Colin Johnson going right into the center of that Homestead Spartans defensive front for about a two-yard gain to the 44, second down and eight.
1: Yeah, that was a nice tackle by Persley there. They ran like a little trap on the nose. Persley did a good job filling his gap, wrapping him up, and holding him to a two-yard game.
0: Second down, eight to go from the Spartans' 45-yard line. Wide side of the field over to the left, a slot receiver left side, a wing to the right. And again, they will give it to the running back, a dive play right up the middle, and it's only going to go for a yard or two, close to the 42-yard line. Well, so far, I don't know if Carmel's trying to set up the Spartans or if they believe <laughs> that they can just overpower them. But two runs right into the middle yeah. of that Homestead defense.
1: Well, that was really, that was an inside zone play that uh, Homestead did a great job of getting penetration uh, there up front. Uh, Swihart up front got some good penetration here, but it almost forces a uh, passing down here for Carmel.
0: It's third down and six. The ball at Homestead's 42. First possession of the night for the Carmel Greyhounds. Man in motion right to left. Now some confusion. Delay of game here. And they're going to end up with a delay of game. They had an offensive lineman that was turned around looking at his quarterback, not sure of what was going on. And the play clock ran down to zero. So now you go from third and long to third and very long. Third down and 11 with the ball marched back to the 47-yard line.
1: Yeah, big help for the Homestead defense. Carmel didn't have the right formation, and that was the cause of the delay of game.
0: Three receivers split wide, two to the left, one to the right, and the man in motion right to left. Trip receivers now, left side, they'll set, shotgun snap, quick drop, throw to the right. It is caught at the 44, but one-on-one coverage immediately wrapped up and put down. That'll be a short gain, well short of what they need for a first down at the 43-yard line. It's going to be fourth down and seven to go, and no indecision or no questioning the decision here as Carmel sends out the punting unit.
1: Yeah, with the young sophomore quarterback, good throw on that down, but
0: try to play the field position game early. Good job of Homestead's defense though. John Placek comes in to do the kicking. Punt is away, high kick, and it's taken at the eight yard line. First to the left, out oh, to the nice right, play. and he's chased down from behind before getting the edge. <laughs> I think it was Fox on the return out to the 13-yard line. Homestead pinned deep. Chase. Chase Jared got that tackle. I'm sorry, partner. It was Fox that had the return, but not a lot of room. Tough to get east and west against some of these athletes. And Fox about as quick as they come on this Spartans roster, but he couldn't get the edge. So it is first and 10, 13-yard line for the Spartans who line up with sophomore quarterback Michael White. Shotgun snap. And a give. Here's Fox up the middle. Hit at the light of scrimmage. Falls forward after about a two-yard gain to the 15-yard line. And it'll be a second down and eight. Young sophomore pinned in your own end. How deep you go in the playbook here? I think you're going to see a little bit of conservative uh, play call
1: here. That was Zale Day that made the play there, the 6'3", 270-pound senior, defensive nose, and kind of similar player plays there from both Homestead and Carmel. Inside run plays, both defenses shut it down.
0: Empty backfield. Homestead goes four wide, three to the left, one to the right, and a drop. And it's a quarterback draw. They're going to let White show his athleticism. He dodges one as he crosses the 15 and takes it out to the 20 for a five-yard gain. Well, they wanted to get the quarterback, the athlete, in some space. (laughs) They were able to do it. Actually, it was five wide. I couldn't see the fifth receiver. They spread everybody out and let the quarterback do the running.
1: Yeah, good, good play design there to get him out on the run to set up a nice short
0: yardage play here for him. It is third down, about two to go, with the ball at their own 20-yard line. Shotgun snap, quick drop, slant is caught by Bardwell at the 25 for a first down, it gets to the 26, pushed backwards. But that six-yard gain on third and about two-and-a-half is enough to move the chains. First down Spartans, and now they've got a little breathing space. Yeah, and
1: I like the play call there. The quick passing game has to be a friend for White. These are high-percentage throws that he's got to make completions on. Carmel there playing way too
0: far off on a third down play. Should have been a little tighter. First and ten Spartans. They've got the ball at their own 26. Left to right as we see it. South to north. As you look at the compass, and a fake handoff by White, and then he runs it out to the 29-yard line. He picked up about three. Just a read option. They had Fox faking the sweep to the left, and then a keeper off right tackle
1: by White. Now 23 made the play, but unfortunately, I don't have the young man's name.
0: <laughs> I thought Samuel Berrini is a outside linebacker 5'11, 195 pounder yeah he made a nice play there second down call it seven to go and the handoff fox has it bouncing it to the left trying to cut it upfield not much there he crosses the 30 gets to the 31 gaining two on the sweep play to the left and it's going to bring up a third down, almost five to go for the Spartans. Yeah, getting a little predictable
1: now with uh, having to throw That's it here me. on third down. You know, they've tried running inside. They've tried running outside. Can't give up too soon on certain run plays. you got to give it a chance to to get some feel for your offensive lineman, especially against a quick D-line.
0: Watch the pump and go on this. Yeah. Last time you said about the cushion, let's see if they go pump and go because, again, they're giving cushion. Here's White dropping, throwing, slant over the middle, and it's caught out at the 45-yard line. That's going to be a first down. And once again, I believe it's Bardwell on the catch.
1: Yeah, that was again Bardwell making a nice play, but really a great throw by uh White there because he really put it in the only position that Bardwell could catch it because there
0: was two defenders there. Yeah, just behind the linebacker, just in front of the safety. He squeezed it in there for a nice gain, and now a quarterback draw. Here goes White. He's across midfield, finally stacked up at the Carmel 47-yard line after an 8-yard gain, and this is an impressive first drive for the Spartans. It started inside their own 10, and they've advanced it to the Carmel 47.
1: Yeah, the only thing that I would say to him right now, he's got to be wary of his ball positioning when he's running the ball because he's letting it fly around a little bit, and Carmel
0: will notice that and go for the strip. Got that loaf of bread. Yeah, high and tight, young man. Second and two. And it's the give up the middle. Fox met at the line of scrimmage and pushed backwards. I don't even know if they'll give him the line of scrimmage. I think it's a loss of one. They'll say he got stacked up at the 48, a yard shy of the line of scrimmage. So it goes from second down and two to now third down and a long three. Homestead with the ball on the left hash at the Carmel 48-yard line. We're scoreless early in this one. Clock running at five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Shotgun for White. Hard count. Carmel showed linebacker blitz. Let's see if they're coming on this third down and about three and a half to go. Two receivers to the right. One to the left. Quick drop. Look to the right and a throw. Bardwell comes back. Makes the catch at the 45. Makes a man miss and takes it to the 40 yard line for a first down. That connection huge on this drive so far. Michael White To senior receiver Nathan Bardwell, and it is another Spartans first down just outside the Carmel 40. Well, they're not shy at going
1: right at the Peterson, the IU uh, offer at corner here. They've gone at him both times with uh, Bardwell, so they must like that matchup.
0: Christian Peterson, a senior six foot corner, lined up against Bardwell. Man in motion, right to left. They'll fake the sweep to him, and here goes White dancing right up the middle inside the Carmel 40. He'll get to about the 37, maybe the 37 and a half. That's maybe three yards on that carry. They'll sit it right at the 38-yard line. So it is second down and seven. Ball stays on the right hash at the Carmel 38.
1: Yeah, you know, when they've got somebody moving, that's going to help them in the run game because that gets Carmel a little bit soft-handed there because of that
0: motion and and things so I look for them to run a quick screen here maybe on this down impressive time-consuming drive clock goes under four minutes here in the opening quarter still scoreless here's a play action white rolls to the left here comes the pressure and white's gonna be sacked and then thrown to the turf aggressively let's see if they call it a late hit I don't think they will he was wrapped up and then wrestled. You heard the whistle, and then the toss to the ground. The actual hit made at about the 43, and that's where they marked mark the football. But it is third down at about 12 to go now for the Spartans. That play had no chance. Yeah, there was a good job by
1: Carmel's defender of maintaining leverage on White there, not letting getting outside. And then, of course, then he goes and makes the tackle. And I'm not sure who
0: uh, hit him there late, but they didn't call it. Third down, 12 to go. Roll to the left, White looking to throw. The left-hander does, far sideline, and it is ruled a a catch. Yeah, Carmel was waving, saying no catch, but the officials said we had a toe tap, and it's good. And they'll mark it down. Let's see where it's at. The 32, well, that now gives it... Makes it a very manageable fourth down. Lim Moore with the big catch there on the boundary. Nice throw by White. 11-yard gain, so it's fourth down, a yard to go. Homestead. Hard count with a full house backfield. White under center, and it's a quarterback draw for White. Did they push the pile? Yes, they did. To the 30 for a first down. They needed... About a yard, and they got close to a yard and a half right at the 30-yard line. Another first down for the Homestead Spartans, who've had the football now, Shannon, for...
1: Over eight yeah. and a half minutes. Great drive here. You know, they started on their own 12. And so they've really flipped the field position on Carmel. And like you said, now the Carmel defense is going into some subs because of the amount of plays that Homestead has
0: run right now. We're approaching play 14 right now, this drive. 72 degrees and a beautiful sunny night here on the southwest side of Fort Wayne. First and 10 for the Spartans from the left hash. High shotgun snap, hand to Fox. He's got running room off of the left tackle. Don't the far sideline inside the 20 they'll mark him at the 19 yard line 11 more chunked up on the ground by the Spartans and another Homestead first down yeah they went to their little power run game there did a great job
1: of pinning it and getting outside but again you can tell by that being play 14 of how Carmel's defense now is feeling the effects of that they're not as strong up
0: the middle as they were We're down to a minute 40 left in this opening quarter. Homestead with a drive that started inside their 10. It's now in the red zone. Drop back, White, quarterback draw. Bounces off a tackler and keeps it running inside the 15. He's to about the 12. Another nice gain of about five or six yards for Michael White. The sophomore quarterback for the Spartans, and I don't think anybody expected that Homestead would have this kind of success on their initial drive against this Carmel defense. Well, not us
1: or not anybody else around here except the boys playing out there on the field. They've done a good job of maintaining their uh, motions and uh, keeping the pressure on Carmel's defense, and it's paying off.
0: From the left hash, it is second down, about five to go. High snap. Retrieved by White, handoff to Fox. He'll follow the left side of his line and bounce off a tackler, take it to the 10-yard line. So uh, maybe another three or four on that. It'll bring up a third down and short, less than two to go with the ball just out around the 11-yard line.
1: And we're going to have one more play here before the end of quarter. That time penetration really hurt Homestead up front.
0: Well, this drive started inside the 10 at the other end of the field. Yeah. Depending on this play, they may go to that same spot where the start, the drive started and look to end it. I like the one-on-one out here. The handoff, Fox, again, oh, following nice the left side of the line. Good job of cutting back and taking it upfield inside the five. Fox with a nice carry for another first down. And I believe that once they get the ball set, that's how the quarter's going to end. They take it out, and let's see where it's at. It's at the four-yard line, first and goal for the Homestead Spartans. And the clock runs down to zero at the end of the first quarter. All homestead and all one drive for the Spartans. They still have it, and it's still a scoreless game. But when we come back for the second quarter, Spartans first and goal from the four. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
2: Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana.
3: romantic warning from the securities division of the indiana secretary of state scammers are posing as potential romantic partners on dating apps and social media it may sound innocent getting to know you and such but before long scammers are asking you for money they might avoid meeting in person or even brag about their wealth unfortunately victims have lost millions so don't let scammers play with your emotions and steal from you keep your guard up this message sponsored by the office of the indiana secretary of state
4: Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: It's been about an 11-minute drive for the Homestead Spartans, and it continues as we start our second quarter. It's scoreless. Homestead started at their own eight. They've advanced it to first and goal at the Carmel Four. Ball is on the left hash. Homestead lines up. Fox in the backfield and sophomore quarterback Michael White left hash. One-on-one, isolated coverage on the right side. Fake handoff to the right. Keeper for White coming to the left, and he's wrangled just as he gets to the line of scrimmage. Not much there at the four-yard line. And White kind of bent over backwards yeah he will like a pretzel but that shows you those bodies are like
1: 16 years old <laughs> yeah that wouldn't have been well been very good for myself there for for it, uh me yeah, but it hurt me watching it but i couldn't get the number on the linebacker
0: that made that play but he made a tremendous play keeping that ball out of the end zone second and goal from just inside the four-yard line it's on the left hash And it'll be a fake handoff again. White, the keeper. This time he spins off right tackle. We're going to have a face mask penalty as White had the helmet ripped right off as he made that cutback off the right tackle. And let's see. They mark him down at the three. But I think this has to be the personal foul face mask because he got enough of it that the helmet came all the way off the Homestead quarterback's head. Officials discussing it right now. I don't know if they're calling a
1: hold or what
0: as well. Face mask. It's a face mask, and I don't know if it's a personal foul. He did give a personal foul. Did he give the personal foul? Yeah, it looks as that that way. Because that would be a first down half the distance at the one and a half. Absolutely.
1: At first, I thought White should have continued onto the outside
0: and sprinted uh, almost to the corner. But If you're wondering, the official's giving the sign to the press box on the other side, so we're (laughs) looking at his back. It is first and goal, and the ball at about the one-yard line. High snap, it goes over White all the way back to the 20-yard line. He's got a jump on it at the 21. Oh. A critical mistake by the Spartans at the worst time. They were Sitting inside the two-yard line, and now they're at the 22-yard line is where they actually spotted. That is a 20-yard loss of a high snap right over White's head. Yeah. And by the way, Shannon, it's now third down. Yes. Mark that. So way. it was not a personal foul oh. penalty.
1: He, he signaled it, but he may have changed it, but. Mark that one in your memory because that could be a critical mistake, and we've seen that from Homestead before with those snaps. They're going to take a timeout.
0: And uh, timeout's being called. Well, it has been an impressive drive, and one play may just blow it all up. A timeout called by the Spartans. We'll take a 30-second break with 1019 remaining in the second quarter it is scoreless spartans and the greyhounds homestead hoping to change that when we return this is high school football on 1380 the fan and 100.9
5: fm homebound meals has a desperate need for drivers Here's what Ann, a volunteer for three years, has to say. I choose to deliver for Homebound Meals knowing the clients receive nutritious and tasty hot meals. I enjoy being a volunteer driver for Homebound Meals because they're an efficient and caring organization who feed the local community. All it takes is an hour and a half once a week at lunchtime. Call Barb at 422-3296 at Homebound Meals for more information and to volunteer. Call 422-3296 today.
4: Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM.
0: Feels like it was the 2022 season since the Carmel Greyhounds have had the football. Homestead <laughs> took over after an early stop forced a Carmel punt. Homestead took over on their own eight-yard line. They advanced it. All the way to the other end of the field where they had first and goal at the end of the first quarter. And then they've run plays on first and second down. Now third down, but after the high snap, it's all the way back at the 22-yard line. This is their 20th play of the drive. Michael White, a sophomore quarterback, rolls to his right. The lefty throws, far sideline, nice catch. The reach, the grab, at about the 12, stepping out of bounds on the far sideline. Trying to see if that was Bardwell over on that far sideline. Another catch for Bardwell. Well, they cut the distance in about half. It's gonna force a field goal attempt from the right hash at the 12-yard line. They will sit the ball at the 20, so this will be a 30-yard field goal attempt to try to give the Spartans the lead. It is Henry Knipscher, the kicker. There's the snap, the set down, the kick, low line drive, no good. It bounced in the end zone, it never got in the air. And the Carmel Greyhounds, after a drive that consumed about 12 minutes off the clock, come up with a defensive stop. And I don't know if Carmel stopped them or if Homestead (laughs) stopped themselves with a critical mistake on a high snap out of the shotgun at the two-yard
1: line. Well, I think you can say that they stopped themselves because that happened, I believe, on third down on that snap from the two. So they had other two opportunities and did not get it in. So the Greyhounds take over
0: at the 20. Here's play action. They'll throw the wide receiver screen, and there's a seam. Almost busted for a big play. And that was Norville Tucker that made the catch. Scramble down the near sideline, being wrapped up as he crossed first down yardage at the 30. They'll put him down at the 31 after a gain of 11.
1: Wyatt Little made the tackle there, and had he not, that would have been an 80-yard touchdown.
0: First and 10 for the Greyhounds. They're at their own 31-yard line. We've got a scoreless game. Hand off to the running back. Looks for the hole, sticks his right foot in the ground and cuts north and south. Dives out to the 35 after picking up four yards. That's
4: all you need.
1: Now you're going to see if uh, Carmel's offensive line, big, strong offensive line, maybe takes a little bit more control this drive than they were on that first drive of the, of the game where
0: they were a little bit shaky. Xander Swihart comes up with a tackle for the Spartans. Second down and six from the 35-yard line. Play action. Again, they'll throw on a little screen to the left side. It's caught at the 35, and then one block frees him up out to the 39-yard line where it's a gain of 4 and it will set up a 3rd down and short we'll call it 3rd down and 2 from their own 39 yard line
1: Sam Stewart was the gentleman that got the tackle there nice play in space and again uh, Carmel having some opportunities out there that Homestead's making
0: some nice plays on big 3rd down play from their own 39 yard line play clock goes under 10 Carmel to the line of scrimmage They've got an unbalanced line. It's power to the right, and the handoff up the middle to the running back. The pile pushes all the way outside the 40, finally taken down at the 42-yard line. A three-yard gain on third and two is enough for a first down at their own 42-yard line, Greyhounds. We're trying to answer that big Homestead drive and see who can get on the scoreboard first. Still a 0-0 game as the clock ticks down to eight minutes left before halftime. I don't know which
1: Spartan player it was, but man, did he get manhandled there at the point of the tack by two of the offensive linemen.
0: A little bully ball that time by the Greyhounds as they loaded up the offensive line and just pushed Homestead back. That's a penalty. Oh, yeah. Yep, there got was it. movement at the line of scrimmage.
4: Got to get set. Let him get
1: set. Center
0: kind of double-clutched the ball set. on the snap, it looked like. he got <laughs> caught up in the turf. It is a five-yard penalty marched off against the Carmel Greyhounds. First and 10 becomes first and 15 with the ball taken back to the 37. It's on the left hash for Carmel. Carmel, all white uniforms, pants, and jerseys. They've got yellow helmets under center. Colner. You play action, Uh-oh. rolling to the right, rolls, rolls, now dumps it to the underneath, tight end, caught at the 45, and he'll ruffle out to midfield, taking it to the Spartans, 48-yard line. Looked like Cruz Persley may have been the one to come up and make the tackle.
1: Pollard was the, gentle, yeah, the tight end, but I tell you, he missed a wide open wide receiver. I believe it was, uh, it may
0: have been Tucker down the sideline. From the right hand, handoff up the middle. Good run by Johnson inside the Spartans 45. He just powers to the 43. Five yards and a cloud of dust for the Carmel Greyhounds. Second down and five. Six minutes, 45 seconds remain before halftime. Hard to believe, but <laughs> just gonna say. we're to the point where there's only been three offensive series. Yeah. Carmel's first ended at a punt. Homestead went the length of the field but then missed a field goal. And now Carmel. Handoff. Right tackle. Missed a tackle at the 40. Now the 30, the 25, and finally the safety. Wyatt Little saved a touchdown, tackling a big run at the 20-yard line. They'll put him just, uh, just to... Touch of the football outside the twenty, so it's first and ten for the Cardinal or for the Carmel Greyhounds.
1: Watch this on a replay, courtesy of the Homestead feed. The right side of Carmel's offensive line just manhandled Homestead's defensive front here.
0: Well, it's tough because you've got defensive linemen. For the Homestead Spartans, that top out about 180 pounds, 175 pounds. There's a hold. There's a the, nice play. Yeah, and you know what? That was the quickness of that defensive yeah. lineman to shoot the gap and get in there. It's uh, you know taking a look at uh, Homestead <laughs> defensively. They've got Xander Swihart, who's listed as a defensive lineman. They've got him 5'10", 200 pounds. Now, I don't know where the 200 pounds has been <laughs> packed, but. But he looks like, what, about 175, 180 at best, and he just shot the gap between the guard and tackle and took away the running play, a one-yard loss out to the 21-yard line. Yeah, they run that 3-4 defense, and he's more of an outside linebacker. Johnson, the lone back, shotgun for Colner, and he'll give it to Johnson up the middle. Weaves through the interior of the Homestead defense down to the 15-yard line after a six-yard gain. That was third down. Now you've got fourth down and about five to go. Persley's going to have to come out here because he lost his
1: helmet there on that play, and you got to sit for a play when, you, when that happens. Big
0: play right here. They've got to try to hold him to a field goal to 10. They've got a senior kicker, but Carmel... He's going to go for it here, at least line up to go. Well, third down. Third down. They got Third down. Third down and five. So I guess, yeah, I was down ahead of myself. Third down (laughs) and five at the 15-yard line. Unbalanced line, heavy to the left. And they'll run it up the middle. Missed tackle in the backfield. And then Johnson's going to take it close to the first down at the 10-yard line, and that is going to be a first, which makes it first and goal from about the farthest point possible with the ball sitting right on the 10-yard line. Just a miss, a whiff in the backfield. They could have had about a yard or two loss, which really would have made it difficult on fourth down for Carmel, but instead it turns into a first and goal.
1: Yeah, he he left his feet. He dived at him because that's why he
0: broke the tackle, had he kept his feet and just wrapped him up. It would have been a different story. They had him for a loss. And I think that was Swihart again shooting the gap, getting Mm -hmm. in there. First and goal, handoff, up the middle. Big running back, powering, with right through a hit inside the five to about that, the three-yard line. 85, they're tied in, I yeah, think. That's was uh, the, yeah, that's Pollard, who moved into the backfield and had a power <laughs> run. 6'4", <Six, four>, 260, <laughs> tied in. <laughs> yeah, he was tough to tackle. So it is second down and goal, and they sit the, the ball line, actually just inside the three, closer to the two-yard line.
1: Yeah, their their uh, offensive line this series has really kind of dominated this line of scrimmage. Three
0: minutes, 20 seconds, clock running, scoreless game, third or second down, and both from the two. Handoff right up the middle, and it is Pollard again, touchdown, Farble Greyhounds. 80-yard drive. The final play, a two-yard run by Ozzie Pollard, the 6'4, 260-pound junior, lining up at fullback, and with three minutes and 13 seconds left here in the first half, Carmel on the board first, six to nothing. Yeah, just a power football all
1: the way down the field for Carmel, and they give it to the big 260 pounder, and he is able to finish it off for for the Greyhounds. Now they did spike the ball in the end zone, so there was a penalty, I believe.
0: I believe, yeah, the yeah. penalty will be assessed on the kickoff. Plasek is going to have a chance to kick the extra point for normal distance. Right-footed kicker.
4: Oh.
0: Normal lining it up, taking a six-to-nothing lead, looking to add the extra point. There's the snap, the set, and the kick. Plenty of height, plenty of distance, and plenty of accuracy. It's good. Three minutes, 13 seconds left in the second quarter, and it's the Carmel Greyhound 7. Homestead Spartans nothing. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzee at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzee Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell Gas Station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy Kruse, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell Gas Station.
4: This is the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: Carmel Greyhounds lead the Homestead Spartans seven to nothing with 3:13 remaining in the second quarter. With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. DC Hendricks back in the studio. We'll hear from DC coming up at halftime on the Loopy Field House halftime report. Of course, he'll give us the H&K Chevrolet scoreboard to get scores from around the area. Some of the games that started at 7 have now passed halftime. Some of the games that started at 7.30, they might just be sitting down, getting comfortable in their seats. We have flown through the first half here at Homestead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've we've caught them and passed
0: them, perhaps. So Carmel marched off because of that penalty spiking the football in the end zone. They have to kick this from their own 25-yard line. It should help the field position for the Spartans here late in the first half. Squib kick bounces down the left sideline, and that goes out of bounds. So I believe they get it at the 45, I think. Well, the question's going to be it was a uh, kick from the 25. Normally you would get it at the 35. I think because of that, they're going to get it at the 30, 45. Maybe they get it at the 50. If it's a 15-yard difference, do you get it at the 50? And that's what the discussion is going to be. I don't know that I've ever seen this situation. Yeah. The kick was down the left sideline, took two or three hops, and then finally took the left turn that Homestead was waiting for to get out of bounds. The flag was thrown in the air. And let's see where they bring the football. Because normally that would be out of bounds at the 35. But if they assess then the 15 yards. At the 50. It's at the 50. And that's where they're going to bring the football. Out to the 50-yard line. So great field position for Homestead. Trying to answer the Carmel touchdown that has broken the ice on the scoring. It's a 7-0 game. 313 remaining. Second quarter. From the right hash. Michael White lines up five yards deep in the gun. And Trace Parrish, the lone running back. Two yards behind Michael White. Play action. Throw. Deflected at the line of scrimmage. And incomplete. That was uh That was 91 for the uh, Greyhounds, and that would be Ojada... <laughs> good, you, Better you than me I know on why, that one. Now I know why you went quiet, because I thought, well, Shannon just looked at the roster. I know he knows <laughs> hey, where 90, 91 hey. is, so I looked. And I, I know thought, my limitations. Yeah, now, now I know. <laughs> a little rumpy handle, that name. <laughs> so a second down and 10, still at the 50-yard line, still on the right hash. Drop back, White, going deep, route got a man, caught Fox at the 15, he stumbles inside the 10, they'll mark it down close to the 5-yard line, the a threat. 45-yard gain over the top, Michael White to a streaking Brett Fox in stride, first down and
1: goal, Homestead. And well, what do we talk about all the time? Getting the ball on, un- getting it up on the air, giving it plenty of time for your receiver to run under it. And that's exactly what he did there to Fox. And it ended up making him trip.
0: <laughs> Good throw. Another and goal situation for Homestead. They failed the first time they were down here. High snap again, but handled this time by White. He'll give it off to Fox, who has no running room. Tried to bounce it wide to the right and couldn't get the edge. In fact, it might be a yard loss closer to the six yard line, where it is second down and goal. That's one thing that Carmel's defense does have. They are quick.
1: Not that they're overly big, kind of like a homestead in some situations, but they are awfully
0: quick. Clock Tick's down to two minutes left here in the first half. Homestead, second down and goal at the six-yard line. Parrish, the lone running back. And a roll to the left, looking to throw. He looks, he looks, being chased. Throws in the end zone, touchdown! Spartans with a six-yard touchdown pass. They got it to Fox in the end zone. And the Homestead Spartans with an extra point can tie the game with a minute 48 remaining in the second quarter. From six yards out. Cover, man. And everybody was running out routes in the end zone. Fox stopped. Here's the extra point back in Ipshur. It's up, and it is good. We're all tied up, 7-7. Seven, seven, and what a response by the Homestead Spartans. Four plays. They've got it even. How about the contrast of drives by the Spartans here in the first half? Had the ball forever, didn't finish it. Now they go four plays and strike quickly. we got to take a timeout with a minute 48 remaining in the half. 7-7 game, Carmel-Homestead on the high school football game of the week. 1380 the fan and 100.9 FM.
4: The Fort Wayne Comets are proud to be sponsors of high school sports in the area. The Comets are celebrating their 72nd anniversary season and understand the importance of high school sports. Not only for the school's student body, but for the culture of each school. The Comets encourage everyone to support their school's sporting events and all extracurricular activities. Good luck to all of our student-athletes on the field and, most importantly, in the classroom. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: Already into the two-minute drill. A minute 48 remaining here in the first half. A 7-7 game between the Homestead Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds. Carmel scored first on a two-yard touchdown run by big Ozzie Pollard. And then Homestead, a quick strike offense to answer. Spartans will now kick off. Ball teed up at their own 40-yard line. And a two-step approach by Knipscher and He pops it up. Taken at the 21. Good oh, coverage nice by guy. the Spartans. They'll take their feet out from underneath the return man at the 28-yard line. Only about a 6- or 7-yard return of that short pop-up kick. And I think that was all by design. Oh, yeah. to punch it up in the air and try to take away the long return. And so Carmel starts first and 10 at their own 28. Ball will be on the left hash. Greyhounds come out with sophomore quarterback Anthony Kulner. Kulner, a 6'2", 180-pounder, sets up in the gun. He's got a single running back, Colin Johnson. And a drop back, a quick throw over into the left flat. It's caught at the 31 far sideline and taking it up the sideline and knocking, getting knocked out of bounds at the 36. I believe that's like, Pollard again. I was gonna say, it looked like the tight end and that would be Ozzie Pollard. He's a big human being. Just a junior, not sure what colleges have latched on to him at this point. But I will tell you, there will be a few that, that <laughs> find this guy. Yeah. can't coach size. Second down and two. Quick drop. Tackle finally wrapped up at the 39-yard line. But the two missed tackles cost the Spartans a first down. And I think uh, first man was Wyatt Little. Well, Sam Stewart and Wyatt Little both had a chance and both came up empty. And he
1: rebounded off of that and ended up came back and
0: making the play. I like that kid. First down and 10 out of the 39. Here's a blitz coming off the edge, and they'll sack Anthony Kohlner in the backfield. At the 29-yard line, that is a 10-yard loss. And coming off the edge, Tavares Davis of Homestead—he blitzed the blind side of Pulner, never saw him coming, and that's a almost an 11-yard loss. They put this back at the 28-yard line, and now second down and 21 with a minute 15 on the clock. And I'm not sure if Homestead might have taken this timeout.
1: Well, for one thing, they really missed their per- on, up on the protection on that one that gave the Sparty a good uh, good play there because now it's second and for. Forever, with a minute twenty left here in the half.
0: Well, the Spartans, seven-seven game. They're thinking with that loss, maybe they've got a chance to pick up a possession here because if Carmel throws it, you get an incomplete pass or two, you might have a minute to work with. Absolutely. You may get a bad snap on a punt. You could almost you know block it, whatever. It's a so it is second down, 21 to go from their own 28-yard line. Ball near the split between the hash marks. Carmel left to right, south to north as we look at Dave Walter Stadium Turf Field. Colner in the gun, drops back. Trip receivers line up to the left, and they'll throw a screen to the right. Johnson, one-on-one, he tries to get some space, and he crosses the 30 before being knocked out of bounds at about the 32. That's only a four-yard gain. It does stop the clock with a minute 12 left. But I'm not even sure if that is a good thing for Carmel because Homestead doesn't have to think about taking a timeout. And so it's third down. And 17 to go from their own 32. Spartans with a three-man front. Four linebackers. There's a drop. Colner looks. He looks. Plenty of time. Rolls to the right and runs out of real estate on the short side of the field. Knocked out as he crosses the 35 and the 36 after gaining four. So it fourth down and 12. Well, that time
1: there, you wanted him
0: to stay in bounds to keep the clock running, but he gives the time for the... Minute five, still on the clock, and it's fourth down and 13. And they got a punt. On to do the kicking, Josh Plazek, a senior kicking specialist, kickoffs, extra points, and punts for Plazek. And the Spartans send Brett Fox back at his own 28-yard line. Here's the kick, and a fair catch taken by Fox at the 31. That's a 33-yard kick. There's no return, and we've got one-tenth of a second less than one minute to play before halftime, so almost a full minute for Homestead to work with, starting at their own 31. Now, that's a big stop there for Homestead's defense to get
1: the ball back. Plenty of time here. For them to get down, at least try to get themselves into field goal
0: range. 7-7 game. Homestead Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds. Michael White lines up in the shotgun with Fox in the backfield. And they'll give to Fox. He's got some room up the middle. He'll cross the 40. And Fox on the run. his knee falls just as he hit the 40-yard line. The first but Party. a nice nine-yard burst. A and a timeout? Or did they? they <laughs> yeah. They blew it dead, so it's not a first down. So just it is short. a timeout for Homestead on the second down, about a half yard to go. 54.2 seconds. Yeah, they caught Carmel expecting pass. We'll take a break. It's a 7-7 game. Homestead, the football at their own 40-yard line when we return. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
2: Dealing with joint pain, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview OrthoExpress Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Ortho Express gives you access to expert orthopedic physicians when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatments, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walk-In Clinic. Visit us at our new location in Huntington, next to the Kroger. Ortho Express is open Monday through Friday. Call 260-266-4007 for more.
4: This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 54.2
0: seconds remain in our first half here at Dave Walters Stadium on the campus of Homestead High School. It's a 7-7 game between the Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds. Homestead with the football, right to left. They're at their own 40, and a shotgun snap. They'll fake the sweep, and then a keeper for the quarterback, Michael White, who will rumble for first down yardage, but not much more out to about the 43. The three-yard gain does move the chains, but it also keeps the clock running at 47, 46, 45. Now from the left hash. he will spike the football, and that will kill the clock.
4: 38 seconds,
0: 7-7 game, and Homestead, second down and 10 now after.
4: Hey, they trying to score, y'all, man.
0: Let's go. After he uh, killed it in 43-yard uh, line, so what do you do? Do you? Do you take your shot?
1: Well, I think it's all going to determine on how Carmel plays their secondary here. I got a feeling they're going to play themselves like here with a center field safety and two other safeties in the pitcher. So
0: wonder if they can set up box for some kind of screen, get him into space. Here's a roll to the right. Pressure comes. White keeps. Finds a seam upfield across the 45. He's out to midfield at the 50. Gains about seven, and let's see if Homestead stops the clock on this third down and about three to go, and they do with 27.8 seconds. It is third down and three. That's their last. Now, this could backfire, yeah. though, if you don't get the first down. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking
1: because I believe Carmel still has, what, two of their timeouts left? I think left? they
0: might have
1: all three. Yeah, I don't know. No, they got two. Yeah. They got two left. Okay. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, if you di- he didn't get enough yardage there, so now you're in a position where
0: it's third and about, what, four Third and about three. Yeah. they got to get to around the 47 of Carmel. The ball sits right on the midfield stripe at the 50.
1: Yeah, you're kind of in that position where if you run it and don't get the first down, you're going to get a timeout called on you. And then if you throw it and it's incomplete, you give them an extra timeout. So I'm really kind of surprised there
0: with taking it's the timeout. It's almost like if you don't get it, Yes, force right. Carmel to make the decision to call the timeout. Absolutely. But Homestead burned their final timeout here in the first half.
1: Because well, who knows? I mean, Carmel may have elected to let it run out. You know.
0: Yeah, well, it would force them to make the decision. Do Absolutely. they want it? Do they want uh, to let it run out, or are they happy with a 7-7 game going to the locker room? Remember, Homestead did defer. On the coin toss. So the Spartans will get the ball first to start our second half. Here we go. Third down three from midfield. Hand off out the middle. Fox has first down yardage inside the 45. To about the 43. Roll over, roll over now now it, well, now they're
1: going go to go hurry up
0: here to try to get it. You ready, you ready, help? That's a seven ready. yard burst. So now the clock oh, runs because Homestead doesn't have timeouts. And again, he has to. Spike it to stop the stop the clock, and there's only 14.9 seconds left. So, you know, you look at the sequence there. You take the timeout, then you run it to get the first down. But then you don't have a timeout, so you've got to line up quickly. <laughs> right. Spike the football, stop the clock, and now second down and ten at the Carmel 43, with just a. Tenth of a second, under 15 seconds left before halftime. Yeah, and
1: Carmel's not playing uh, a coverage that really gives you a chance to take a shot
0: in the end zone either. No, it's 3-D. Shotgun snap as we're ready to go, and now we've got a whistle. Got to delay of game. And a delay of game
1: oh, after okay. a
0: timeout. Well, after spiking down. the ball, you know. That's, well, that's that's yeah. that's yeah, because they spiked it and then they treated it like it was a timeout. <laughs> they sure did, and, and that's, that's why that's they got to the play a delay game. Yeah. <laughs> week one, week one issues. Sophomore quarterback Michael White. A lesson learned here in week one. So the ball goes back to the 48, where it is second down, 15. And they'll give it to Fox up the middle. He stumbles as he gets inside the 45. That's only a three-yard gain. Nobody's going to stop the clock now. It'll run to all zeros, and we will be at halftime. Nothing decided through our first 24 minutes of football here at Dave Walters Stadium at Homestead High School. A 7-7 tie. As both teams head to their respective locker rooms, and it's time for the Hoopy Fieldhouse Halftime Report. We're going to send it back after this break. Well, the first break, I guess, it comes back here. i got to remember what we're supposed to be doing, Shannon. <laughs> we're we're going to have to recap this it's first been, half. It's been a couple days. <laughs> we'll come back, recap the first half, and then we'll send it back to the studio. D.C. Hendricks is going to take care of all the scores on the H&K Chevrolet High School Football Scoreboard. But right now, the score that matters to us is 7-7. Seven, seven, Carmel and Homestead at... The midterm break. We will take a timeout. We'll come back to the stadium, tell you how we got to 7-7 in this one. Plenty more ahead. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Dave Walters Stadium here at the half, 7-7 game, Homestead and Carmel. Brett Rump with with the coach, Shannon Griffiths. Well, I think for Homestead,
1: this was a big one here to take this opening kickoff and try to get points from it and get the momentum back on their side. And I think Carmel, hey, let's go out and get a three and out. Let's get our offense back on the field because we showed on that drive that we can run the football and control the clock.
0: It is Carmel set to kick it off after Homestead deferred on the opening coin toss. Spartans will be moving from the south to the north. A beautiful sunset across the way as we sit in the east side press box. Here's the kick. It's a very high kick, not terribly deep, taking it about the six. Fox up the middle of the field reads the blocks, crosses the 25, hit and taken down at the 28. About a 22 yard return by Brett Fox. And decent field position for the Homestead Spartans, who are led by their sophomore quarterback, Michael White. We did get a chance to peek at some stats in the first half. Pretty even when you look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Homestead passing 7 of 10, while Carmel a perfect 7 for 7.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a, a battle royal here in this second half, and I think the, the team that can get the run game established is going to be a team that's going to pull out in
0: front. Three receivers line up wide, two to the white side left, and the shotgun snap handed to Fox. He hesitates for a moment, looks for a hole to develop. Nothing ever does, and he takes it for a one-yard gain. Again, Carmel,
1: again, shows their one yard up. toughness up Chicken front. I, you know, Homestead, I think, has got to start running some play action on these on these normal downs to get
0: uh, Carmel a little back on their heels. A lot of gap discipline yeah. there, too, yeah. because Fox was hoping that one of the linemen would get leverage, never did. So Fox just almost gave himself up after a one-yard gain. Second down and nine. Drop back, White throws, quick slant to the outside receiver. Bardwell with the catch, and he'll take it. No, it's not Bardwell. Not sure who made the catch on that far side, but it's a gain out to the 36, and it's going to be a third down. And about two to go from their own 36-yard line. Big third down to start this second half. A 7-7 game between Homestead and Carmel.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure who that was on
0: the outside up there at the top. Looking like a single digit, but we don't have too many single digits (laughs) lined up at wide receiver. Might have been Swager. Here's the shotgun snap, and they will give it to Fox. Looking for the first down. Breaks a tackle right at the line of scrimmage. Dives for the sticks, and he's going to be close and they're going to give it to him without a measurement at the 38-yard line. The side judge immediately (laughs) signaled, move the chains. That's a first down, and they set the ball actually short of the 38-yard line, but they still call it a first down. Yeah, and uh, that was all
1: Fox there because there really was nothing there. He bounced it out to the outside and was able to
0: get the necessary yardage. First down, Homestead Spartans. They're at their own 38-yard line. The ball split between the hash marks. White lines up, in the gun to his left shoulder is Brett Fox. And White will step back to throw. Looks over the middle. He's going to go over the top deep. One-on-one coverage, and he overshot his man. It's intercepted by Carmel. The safety played deep. Wouldn't get burned over the top, and he comes up with an interception.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure on that one there was the greatest throw with that type of coverage and no play action there. They try to come back to that one post route that they threw to Fox.
0: Trying to see if we can get a number. It looks like it might be 21. Maybe 22. Benjamin Cook might've been the one to make the pick. The deep safety just stayed deep and Red the quarterback, makes the interception, and the ball at the 29-yard line, first and 10, but on the snap, a false start on Carmel up front, so that takes them back five yards inside the 25 to the 24. First and 15 for the Greyhounds.
1: Yeah, that was just a mistake by a sophomore quarterback that
0: just hasn't had
1: enough snaps.
0: Shotgun snap, Colner quick screen, and it's dropped. And that looked like it was a forward pass. Now they will rule it incomplete. They kind of hesitated on killing it after the ball went off the receiver who kind of just slid out into the flat for what looked like a screen. But it was a forward pass from that shotgun position out to the wide right. and And the incompletion makes it second down and 15 from their own 24. On the left hash, two receivers, wide side to the right, one receiver, a wing to the left and a give to the tailback. Johnson crosses the 25, got a nice little seam, but really good job by the secondary, coming up and stuffing the run at the 30-yard line. A gain of about six on the play, and that's gonna make it third and long. They'll say third down, nine to go. From the left hash, Carmel with a 7-7 game, nine and a half minutes left in the third quarter. From their own 30, third down and nine. Sophomore quarterback, Anthony Colner, 6'2", 180-pounder. Shotgun snap, drop back Colner, looking, looking. Here comes pressure, scrambles to his left, throws it near sideline. It's caught out by the 40, but a flag in the backfield. And the reason Colner had so much time might be because of a hold. And I think it's coming back on another penalty against the Carmel Greyhounds. Would have been a first down out of the 40. And it is coming back. It will be a hold against Carmel. A 10-yard march-off. And now it is third and long. That's all capitals long.
1: L-O-N-G. Well that was a good decision there by the young quarterback. He found, you know, took his time and found found the open receiver on a shallow cross, and unfortunately, their left tackle had too much jersey. So two big penalties on this drive alone
0: for Carmel. Third down, nine to go. Left hash at their own 20. Drop back, Colner in the pocket, looking over the middle, fires, and a high-reaching catch. No, it's off his fingertips and incomplete. Boy, he had a chance. He adjusted to the ball in the air,
4: kind of swung around,
0: jumped high, and it just went off his fingertips out of the 45-yard line, incomplete. And that's going to make it a punting situation for the Carmel Greyhounds on fourth down and 19 From their own 20 and stepping back to the 5-yard line is Josh Plasek, the kicker. He's going to punt this away, and Homestead should come out of it with good field position. Here's the punt. High kick, good kick. Fair catch, Fox, and he makes it at his own 39-yard line. (laughs) That's a 41-yard kick by Plasek with no return. And they've got good blocking set up, and they'll take it for a 10-yard game just across midfield, and a first down for the Spartans. Great play call and really good execution of that screen.
1: Yeah, they got that tunnel screen, which I thought they you know, were going to run a little bit in the first half, but we now I think we've got Fox down. Hopefully it's just maybe a cramp or some sort because they can't afford
0: to lose him, and he's up quickly. Yeah, but he is limping very noticeably. Let's just hope it's a and good it brand. is Brett Fox. Not a particularly warm night relative to what we usually have in the middle of August, but temperatures right now are into the 60s. <laughs> is it October? <laughs> did I miss Did I miss the last part of summer? 801 <laughs> remains third quarter. It's a tie game, 7-7, between the Homestead Spartans and the Carmelby Hounds. Homestead, first down. Ball sits right at the big H at midfield. Shotgun snap of the sophomore quarterback, Michael White. And a miscue in the backfield on an attempted handoff. The ball bounces free, and White has to jump on it at the 46, a loss of four. And, you know, losing the production of Fox is one thing, but now a miscue in the backfield attempting the handoff fox tried to give it off to uh jake thrash right it's these snaps so these snaps are kind of
1: all over the place
0: So here we go, a second out of 14. Drop back white. Rolling now as he scrambles out of the pocket to the left. And he's chased and taken down. It will be a sack back at the 44. They caught him just before he got to the sideline for a two-yard loss. Homestead going the wrong way. That's six yards of lost yardage since the injury to Brett Fox. I don't know what happened there, but he He
1: just... just... (laughs) He took he's a, doing push-ups. Or, he did a Superman,
0: like he was trying to dive off on the sideline, but I think he's got a cramp. At least I One of the Carmel all. players making yeah, his way to the sideline, go. and he got all the way within about 10 feet of the actual sideline and just collapsed.
1: Yeah, it's like he was trying to dive for it, like he was trying to get off the field, and he's afraid of getting, a, you know, 12 men on the field, but he didn't go anywhere, and he looks Okay. Well, like you said, it's not a hot, steamy night, but this is the first time these kids have had a chance to play multiple plays in series, and it still has a little bit of a effect on them.
0: So the Spartans with the third down and long. It's third down, 16 from their own 44. Ball on the left, hash with two receivers split to each side, and they'll just run it up the middle. Thrash. Good hard run. And it basically splits the distance between a third down and 16, which will now be a second or a fourth down and eight because he takes it to the 48-yard line of Carmel. And all they're doing is setting up better punt position. Trying to pin the Greyhounds deep with 6.08 remaining and the clock running in the third quarter. We're all tied up, seven-seven between the Carmel Greyhounds and the Homestead Spartans. Yeah, you got to play field position. Knipshire oh. gets the snap, and there was pressure, and it may bad punt. Yeah, it may have forced a bad kick because that is shanked off to the left and goes into the Homestead sideline. And that kick is only going to be a 10-yard punt at the 38-yard line is where it's marked out of bounds. But that was a lot of pressure on Knipshire, and I think that's what forced that shank kick. And now Carmel, which Homestead was hoping they would pin them deep. And instead, Carmel comes out with great field position at their own 38.
1: They only had rushed eight, but they came through there unscathed. I mean, Homestead really didn't touch anybody. And like you said, it forces a bad punt. Now they got good field position.
0: 5.46 remains, third quarter, 7-7 game. Carmel. Right to left with a shotgun snap for the right hash. Faked the handoff. Keeper for Colner. Cuts it upfield behind his left tackle. and takes it across the 45, out close to the 46. An 8-yard run by the sophomore quarterback for the Greyhounds. Well, he did a great
1: job of reading the block there, setting it up where Pollard was pulling and kind of kicking out. He set that up and then cut underneath it. Got a big play for them. Eight-yard play, and Carmel's run game is taken off like it did in the first half.
0: Second down and two from their own 46. Always fun. (laughs) With yellow helmets. Under center, Colner gives to the tailback and Johnson hit at the line of scrimmage, a piled up, the ball they came fumble. free, and Homestead says they've got it, and the official says they do. A turnover, a big one at the 45-yard line of Carmel, and the Spartans take over. Huge play for the defense there.
1: Got a nice strip. And I tell you what, uh, our first indication was the crowd. I yeah. going wild, but that something had to happen. And, and uh, the fumble recovery by the Spartans there. He never had it. He kind of bubbled, bobbled it on the exchange,
0: it looks. And got wrapped up just as he approached the line of scrimmage. And that bear hug stripped the ball out of his hands. And Homestead there to jump on it. So the Spartans take over after the turnover in Carmel territory at the Greyhound, 45. I'd take a shot right here. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Ball in the center of the field. Shotgun with an empty backfield. Man man. in motion. They'll fake it to him, and then a keeper by White running off. Left tackle, not a lot of room. He'll cut it upfield to about the 43 after a two-yard gain.
1: And we got a flag down, so it looks like it's going to be a holding One thing that Homestead's going to have to get corrected is this snap because it's throwing off the The whole timing of the play. play And with a young sophomore quarterback as well, it puts him into an immediate panic, and and, uh, they're going to have to get that fixed.
0: It is a march-off against the Homestead Spartans, and it is a hold, and that's 10 yards, putting it back in the Homestead side of the 50 at the Spartans 45, where it will be first down and 20. We've seen
1: some momentum killers for both sides tonight, where they've had the, you know, field position and then the penalty or or some type of miscue has put them in,
0: in the hole. You always expect there'll be some mistakes in week one. You hope they're not the ones that cost you a football game. No question. Four and a half minutes remain. Third quarter, we are tied 7-7. Spartans and Greyhounds. First and 20. Drop back White. Quick throw to the left side. Little comeback route caught at midfield. And then turning upfield on the sideline side. It's taken inside Carmel territory to the 49, so a six-yard pickup on first and 20. Not the worst thing for the Spartans, just trying to chunk some yardage to give themselves Absolutely. a manageable third down. Take the quick game, and you talked about
1: the miscues and stuff. That that miscue bad snap where they had the ball down there at their two
0: is looming large at this point in time. Shotgun for the left hash, second down, about 14 to go. They'll set up a wide receiver screen. It's caught at the Carmel 45, and then pushing the pile down to the 42. Ball is caught over on that far sideline. And that looks, to me, if I'm not mistaken, that is Liam Moore. The yeah. wide receiver who made the catch, number 18. He's a 5'10", 150-pound sophomore. That's a connection that might exist for the next couple of years for <laughs> Homestead. Michael White, the sophomore quarterback, to Liam Moore, a sophomore wide receiver. They've done a good job spreading it around on their throws. Third down, eight. From the 42, drop back, looking, over the middle, throw, and it's high, tipped by the safety, and then incomplete. And that ball sailed on him. He had him. Yeah, he had Nathan Bardwell kind of running a post over the middle of the field, but he overshot him. The safety was deep, about five yards behind Bardwell, and the safety was the closest one to catching it.
1: Yeah, he had him on that, like you just described it there, kind of like a quick post route, and he was trying to drill it in on the throw, and like you said, he got it up, and it just sailed on him there.
0: Punting situation. Here comes the pressure again, and the kick is away, a low kick catch at about the 15-yard line. Yeah, Homestead certainly got to solve the special teams because that's two punts in a row that Henry Knipscher, a sophomore punter, barely had time to kick it away. Did a nice job that time getting a 27-yard kick to the 15-yard line where it's first and 10 for Carmel. They've got 2.59 on the clock here in the third quarter. We are tied 7-7. Yeah, you can see it
1: here on the replay where they're just kind of turning people away, but
0: mm, it's gonna catch them if they're not careful. Under center, Colner takes the snap, gives to the tailback, right up the middle. He'll take it across the 20 with a big push from that offensive line that averages about six, one and a half, 292 pounds that's a gain of seven to the 22 yard line where it is second down and three yeah they they're
1: they're kind of been inconsistent with their line of scrimmage play tonight but
0: they've got the bodies that's for sure ball on the right hash second and three from their own 22. Colner gets under center. They overload the line to the right, and that's the way they're going to run it. They'll give it to Johnson, and Homestead slants that direction and just completely blows the play up. It's a one-yard loss at the 21. And you got to give a lot of credit to this defense. They're shooting gaps. They're trying to use their quickness. Against against Carmel's size up front, mm-hmm. and it's been
1: effective. Absolutely. And that was the situation there. They're trying to run outside zone into an unblocked player because he's not accounted for and he's wide, you know, wide open there to make the play, and he does.
0: Shooting the gap. Cruz Pursley, senior, in on the play for Homestead. Now it is a third down. And about four to go with the ball to 21. Drop back and a roll out to the left. Looking, looking. Here comes pressure. They'll wrap him. They'll throw him down a sack. Back at the 13-yard line, Homestead's Nick Brown, just a sophomore, broke free and chased down another sophomore quarterback, Anthony Colner, for a loss on the play. Back to the 13-yard line, and Carmel is going to have to punt from the shadow of their own end zone. Huge, huge
1: play there for the for Sparty to get him to fourth down. A nice play, everything that uh, defensively you could want.
0: The kick is away, spiraling kick fox the catch made at the 48 fox taken down at the 49 he couldn't break away from the one man on coverage and it's good to see fox at least back on the field but he gets up very slowly and he's gonna hobble across the field you know one thing about fox he's not very big five eight five nine about 155 pounds but i had homestead coaches telling me before the game Kid is as tough as they come, and he's showing it tonight after being removed from the game and limping to the sideline on the last series. He's back out there, and he's going to line up in a slot to the left. Yeah, to the left. That's the wide side of the field. Single receiver to the right, and now you've got Thrash in the backfield
1: may take a shot here with trying to get Birdwell behind the safeties here.
0: Well, it's interesting. Thrash and Fox almost interchangeable. Thrash gets the handoff. There's no running room. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage as uh, Will Davis, or rather Luke Guise, uh missed the block, and Carmel wrapped him up. They'll give him a one-yard gain right at midfield, but it's second down and nine. And they probably won't have to snap the ball here. We're going to head to the fourth quarter. Yeah, about a two-second differential. Down to 15 seconds left in our third quarter. Still a 7-7 game. Homestead does line up. We're under eight seconds. Second down and nine from the 50. And now Homestead just lets the final seconds tick off. So we've completed three quarters of football here at Dave Walters Stadium. Nothing decided. It's still 7-7 between the Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds. We'll come back. Our fourth quarter is next with the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FF.
2: Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from pee-wees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com.
3: romantic warning from the securities division of the indiana secretary of state scammers are posing as potential romantic partners on dating apps and social media it may sound innocent getting to know you and such but before long scammers are asking you for money they might avoid meeting in person or even brag about their wealth unfortunately victims have lost millions so don't let scammers play with your emotions and steal from you keep your guard up this message sponsored by the office of the indiana secretary of state
4: This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: This is the kind of football we're going to have matching up some of the SAC schools against the Indy area schools. Sign me up. We are 7-7, fourth quarter starting. Homestead second and nine. They'll set up a screen. Soft little throw, but it's caught by Fox. Now he's going to try to cross the field all the way left to right and at the far sideline, turns the edge, but a flag comes in. And, you know, when a play is designed to go one direction and it ends up going the other, what happens? The lineman loses his leverage, and he reaches out and grabs somebody, yeah. and that's probably what the flag is. Fox for a short gain. This will be a decision for Carmel, though, because that's only a two-yard gain. It will be third down and seven if they decline this penalty. Should be interesting.
1: No, they picked up the flag and waving it off. So I'm
0: not sure what There's the call flag on the was or wasn't. but Well, they, the official declined it. He, <laughs> he picked it up. <laughs> he picked it up. He decided no penalty. So it's third down. Closer to six, than third down and seven. Third down and the six. ball is sitting at the 47-yard line of Carmel. Homestead right to left here in the fourth quarter. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun for the right hash for Michael White, the sophomore quarterback. better hurry up or you're going to get a delay. Play clock down to three, down to two, down to one, and they don't get the snap off. The play clock got to zero, and that's five. Or is it a timeout? They got
1: the timeout.
0: Not sure, you know. And that could be costly because yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you want to take the time out there? We're early in the fourth quarter. You already have a third down and a long six. Now you're gonna have a, well, you'll still have a third at a long six, but a penalty would have made it a third down and eleven. Did you want to save that timeout in your pocket, or do you want to go ahead and save the penalty here? Yeah. said elects to save the penalty, and they take a timeout. Yeah, I think they're,
1: you know, field position-wise, I think they wanted to try to keep it so they can get it into a first down and give them a chance. And, you know, it's really interesting. We got this game is tight. Carroll and Hamilton, Southeastern, is 14-7, and Snyder, I believe, is up on Warren Central. So... Three teams that we, I think we all didn't know yeah. kind of what the makeup was. We were just kind of looking at the names uh, of the schools that the Summit Athletic
0: Conference was playing this week, and right now, Playing pretty good. We'll have all those scores for you on the post game, Presented by Indiana Physical Therapy, live from the Coventry Pizza Hut, coming up right after the game. Third down, six to go. Homestead ready. Shotgun snap. Drop back. White. Throws over the middle. And it's incomplete off the hands of his intended target at about the 35-yard line. Again, Homestead has found that they can get behind the linebackers in front of the safeties. And again... They had a receiver open. That was Brett Fox, but he just couldn't go up and make the catch. Yeah, again, a little, a little bit of a uh,
1: rising fastball, I guess you could say there, that prevented that from being a
0: catch. Yeah, just high and outside. Yeah. Ball one. Different sport. <laughs> Fourth down, six, the punt, and it is away by sure This time, he gets off a good kick. On a bounce, it's taken inside the 10. Now up the middle of the field, across the 15 to the 20. Stacked up, pushed backwards. Let's see if they gave him the 20-yard line. They do. So it's first and 10 for Carmel from their own 20-yard line with just over 11 minutes left here at Dave Walters Stadium, Homestead High School. Glad you found us for Friday Night Lights. High school football all season long right here on Fort Wayne's Sports Station. Holy smokes! <laughs> but the radio's a little loud. Yeah, they got the <laughs> the PA blaring. Little death leopard
1: here on 1380. The fan.
0: <laughs> here we go, Carmel ready. They've got the offense on the field from their own. 20, in fact, they put it out at about the 21-yard line, and before we have a snap, we have a penalty. Someone may have lined up in the neutral zone. Procedure. (laughs) Let's see. It is a five-yard march-off. Against Carmel, man, this is, they've had a couple of these tonight, and that just, those are already digging yourself
1: and trying to come out of a hole. Add to it, now you're on the 15-yard line.
0: Actually closer to the 16, but... Uh, Your your eyes are better. Oh, yeah. Neither one of us (laughs) would pass the eye test at this point. First and 10 for the right hash for Carmel. And they'll give it to the running back. He steps it back uh, and a nice cut up the middle of the field to take it across the 20 and stumbling out to the 25-yard line. That's nine yards on that burst by Colin Johnson really good run yeah you know it, it was a play looked designed to go off tackle and he cut it back almost behind the right guard and he found a nice seam to take it for nine yards it's second down and about six to go and it is at the 25. two receivers to the left a wing to the right Shotgun snap, quick throw on the screen, and it's too low for the wide receiver out in the left flat and incomplete. That's really incomplete. Boy, that's that's just a tough play. You know, you, you've got third down, six to go. If you get something positive, it's very, or it would have been uh, second and six. They right. would have made it a man, much more manageable third down. Right. Now you almost feel like they have to throw it. Yeah, it took away, it
1: took away that deception of are they going to run it or pass it now that you think right now they're going to you know have to throw it to get the first down a
0: little confusion for carmel they're not sure where to line up now they get set on this third down and six from their own 25 they need the 31 yard line Shotgun snap, it's a good one. Quick throw near flat, up, making the catch at the 29, immediately wrapped up, he's not going to get the first down. No yards to be had after the catch. And another good play by the Spartans defense, C.J. Majewski. He came up and wrapped up the receiver and immediately took him the other direction. It's a four-yard gain on third and six, fourth down and two, and And no indecision. It's a punting formation for Carmel. I'd be
1: aware of a fake here. Just be careful. Got Pollard in the backfield. The snap,
0: and that's a good one, and the kick is away, and it's a booming kick. Bouncing at the 35. Big Carmel hop to the 25. Taken by Fox. He's scrambling around. The pressure comes and he goes down at the 34-yard line. Well, that is a 46-yard punt and about a 9-yard return by Fox. So, first and 10 for Homestead starting at their own 34-yard line. We've got 9 minutes and 36 seconds on the clock. Fourth quarter, a 7-7 game. Yeah, their punter does a good job of not only
1: getting distance, but tremendous heights and allows his team to get down to cover.
0: First and 10, Spartans. The lineup line up from their own 34 at the right hash with two receivers to the left, one to the right, single back. On the left side of White, and White will fake it to him, then run it. Left side, dances through the hole, out to about the 39 before he's hit by the safety and taken down after a five-yard gain. That's that power read that I was talking about. That
1: has been a pretty positive run play for them, but it gets that misdirection going and gets Carmel a little bit out of position.
0: Which helps think, the run game. Well, and I think what they're trying to do, too, is make it easier on an undersized offensive line. Absolutely. You get a little lean from that defensive front, and then you've got leverage on the block. Second down, short five from the 39. He'll fake the sweep, and again a keeper for White. Oh, a nice little sidestep to avoid a tackle in the backfield. Then he takes it across the 40 to the 41. He could have easily been hit for about a two-yard loss, but he sidestepped the tackler that broke in there and then got positive yardage. Now it's third and short. About a yard and a half to go from their own 41-and-a-half yard line. Big third down for the Spartans as we go under eight-and-a-half minutes left. Tie game, 7-7. Hard count, and then they all relax and look over to the sideline just to see what Carmel's doing defensively. Here's the snap. Quick drop. They'll throw to the right flat. Caught at the 45. That's first down yardage. A gain of about three and a half yards. They only needed a yard and a half, but they... I think the coaches saw the cushion yeah. on the outside and said, let's just do a stop route. Go down to the sticks, turn around, and the ball's on its way. Yeah, And a good completion for a first down.
1: Yeah, that was what you called, like you said, a stick route route that Fox got out quick and got the distance.
0: Good delivery. First down. All about the timing on that and a mm-hmm. good connection between White to Fox. First down, Spartans. They've got it at their own 46. Here's the handoff up the middle. Running room for Fox. He's across midfield and takes tacklers to the Carmel 46-yard line. A gain of about eight yards on first down. Really good job that time creating just enough of a seam for a quick running back like fox to bust through and get a good eight-yard pickup on first down absolutely and now they can
1: get themselves into a rhythm and remember when they had that extended drive it really affected carmel's defense and they were able to get some of the run game going Just
0: over seven minutes remaining, a 7-7 game. Homestead, second and two from the Carmel 46. Shotgun snap, a good one, handoff to the running back, breaking through an arm tackle, diving for the first down yardage to the 44, and he's got enough. I'm not sure who shot through there, but my goodness, it was... uh, (laughs) And and Fox ducked, and his arms just kind of went right over and around the body of Fox, and he was able then to stumble and dive to get the yard and a half, two yards he needed for a first down conversion. And a huge
1: first down conversion.
0: Spartans at the Carmel, 44, first and 10, a 7-7 game eight and a half minutes on the clock it is running six and a half on the clock take a second look shotgun for michael white the sophomore quarterback play action dropping going home run ball over the top got a man box caught oh, he dropped, oh it. he dropped it and that's liam moore 18, Not number eight. Liam Moore oh my ran the post route. The second time in the ballgame that they've got a post route deep over the top. And Moore just bobbled it. It was a gimme touchdown for Liam Moore, the sophomore wide receiver. If he just held on, and that was dropped perfectly in the red basket by the sophomore quarterback, Michael White. Yeah, they did their nice little play action pass. Got
1: the backers line and safeties to bite really good throw got air underneath it he initially had it then he kind of it just dropped it
0: second down and ten quarterback draw white Finds a little bit of running room to the 40. He'll pick up four. He hit hard there and take it to the turf. Four-yard pickup. It'll bring up third down and six. Third down and six. Well, Homestead's had their shots in this one. Oh, they have. They got down in that first half to an end goal situation at the two, and a high snap cost them 20 yards. And they never recovered, didn't put points on the board. And now, sitting in a 7-7 game, drop a gimme touchdown pass that would have been a 44-yarder. Drop back white, quick throw near flat, and it's picked off, and this could be a pick-six. Down the sideline he goes, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Carmel on a pick-six, the way and I think that might have just been Christian Peterson number two not number three Jabril Randolph Jabril Randolph with the pit and the sideline sprint when you throw that little well as you call the set route or a stop route yeah he and they jump it there is nobody that's going to stop him from taking it all the way to the house and that's about a 68, 69 yard return of the interception. And Carmel has jumped in front 13 to 7 with 5.27 left, and now they look to add the extra point. You, know, you drop a
1: touchdown pass, and you come right back and throw a pick six by two sophomores. You
0: know, it's, you look at it. Extra point up and good. <laughs> Play set, and so the Carmel Greyhounds score on an interception return, and they take a 14-7 lead with just 5:27 remaining in the football game. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
5: Homebound Meals has a desperate need for drivers. Here's what Ann, a volunteer for three years, has to say. I choose to deliver for Homebound Meals knowing the clients receive nutritious and tasty hot meals. I enjoy being a volunteer driver for Homebound Meals because they're an efficient and caring organization who feed the local community. All it takes is an hour and a half once a week at lunchtime. Call Barb at 422-3296 at Homebound Meals for more information and to volunteer. Call 422-3296 today.
4: This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: The visitors from Carmel who have made the trip up I-69 here to Fort Wayne, all celebrating a dramatic defensive score on a pick six that has given the Carmel Greyhounds a 14-7 lead over the Homestead Spartans. Well, we talked
1: about it. You know, we got some young kids out here tonight playing, and you think about it, in the first quarter, you get the ball in, It's a yeah, that's 14. You get this one here on the big play, it's 21-7, to 7, and it, it's not even close. Now we're looking at a pick six. It's 14-7, to 7, and the air has come out of the stadium.
0: Five minutes, 27 seconds of football remaining. Here's the kick, a high, deep kick, and it will be taken. A yard deep in the end zone, and that's an automatic touchback. <laughs> and the Spartans, Spartans take the field, and you wonder, how does the sophomore quarterback respond to the adversity? Had a touchdown Absolutely. pass dropped and then threw a pick six. And here comes Michael White. Down by seven. Homestead's got to count on him to put that in the rearview mirror. Absolutely. <laughs> You only got 527 left, and you got to go now. From the 20, first and Ted Spartans, right to left as we look at it. Spartans in an all-blue combination, pants and jersey, yellow numbers on the jerseys with the yellow helmets. Ball on the right hash, and it will be a give to the running back. Fox will struggle off left tackle and never get a hold. Taken down just after he crosses the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard gain to the 21. But now you've got a little extra bounce in the step of this Carmel defense. And quite honestly, Shannon, Homesteads. Kind of kept this defense from showing any kind of swagger. I mean, Homestead's (laughs) attacked them pretty well all night long, and then they make a big play, and now they've got a little bounce in their step.
1: Absolutely, and you're exactly right.
0: They've done a good job of uh, bobbing and weaving as an offense. Second down and nine from their 21. Here's a throw, and it's tipped at the line of scrimmage and almost picked off. After being batted at the line of scrimmage, I'm not the sure. ball hung in the air just a moment, and Carmel had a couple of players given chase, but it falls harmlessly incomplete. But it is now a third down and nine from their own 21-yard line. He had Fox
1: on the seam route, and uh, we're going to see a replay here because we have a Carmel player down. I think it's the guy that knocked it down. Yeah.
0: No, it was... The guy who tried to get it after it yeah. had been batted. It was one he, of the linebackers. Yes, yeah, he came up and his knee kind of buckled up a little mm. bit on the turf. And now they've got the medical staff taking a look at him. And that is uh, Samuel Berrini. Yeah. A uh, linebacker for the Carmel Greyhounds. He is up on his feet now.
1: Well, let's hope it's not too bad. It was just, uh, like you said... Uh, Uncomfortable landing.
0: He is slowly hobbling his way to the sideline. But with each step, it seems like he's gaining a little more confidence in putting weight on his legs. Yeah, it looked awkward. Yeah. Because it looked like maybe he caught a cleat on the turf and then Mm -hmm. the whole leg just buckled underneath him. It did. Uh, You're exactly right. It was kind of those awkward
1: landings, and it just uh, ultimately gave away, but it looks like he's doing okay here on the sideline, but here we go, big third down and nine for Homestead now.
0: Ready to go, Whistle puts the ball in play from the 21, Homestead, third down and nine with 444 on the clock, play action, drop back, throw over the middle, and he throws it to no one. Threw it in front of Fox, who again was running that post route, trying to get behind linebackers in front of safeties, and the ball just sailed and split the two deep safeties and was incomplete. And so a quick three and out. Homestead's yeah. going they needed to
1: do after they're getting the pick six. They go right back out and get a three and out for them, and they're going to
0: get decent field position here. Let's see if the pressure comes. Here it is, and the kick is away. A low kick, not very deep, but it takes a big Homestead bounce across midfield. Inside the 40, inside the 35, inside the 30, still rolling. Homestead must be blowing on it to keep it rolling. It dies at the 28-yard line. That is a 51-yard punt. And they needed it. And about 25 of it was on the ground just rolling. Yeah, they needed that because... They, you know, that short kick, you got to come up and get it. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things coaches will talk to. Because they had two deep. It wasn't like they had one return guy. They had two deep. Somebody's got to come up and make that catch. It might be a tough catch for you to save yourself about 25 yards. That was what makes coaches' hair go gray. First to Ted Carmel. 426 to play, ball of the right hash, and a give to the running back. Johnson right up the middle following that big offensive line. He pounds out across the 30, gets to the 32.
4: Good up slow.
0: And that's basically, I think, uh, what we'll see from Carmel at this point. Homestead's going to have to stop the power game. That's a four-yard carry on first down, second down at six. Yeah, you're going to see a heavy dose of uh, taking all the clock here
1: on the on the uh, 20 on the 42nd clock, and you're going to see a run game against uh, behind this big offensive line.
2: Watch the clock, eh?
0: Anthony Colner, the sophomore quarterback, lines up under center from the right hash. Single receiver, lines up to the left, double tight end, and a give up the middle. Big seam and a big burst across the 40, the 45, and finally dragged down out at the 47-yard line. 15 yards. Homestead came up tight, and the problem with coming up tight is you if you give up one gap, it's a big... Breaker and almost taken the distance. Last man back made the tackle for the Spartans. They'll sit at the 48-yard line where it's first and ten for Carmel and the clock running. We're approaching three minutes left. Carmel 14, Homestead seven.
1: They get another first down and the fat lady's going to start warming up.
0: Under center from the right hash, a wing to the left of formation with a double tight end set, and they give it to the running back. He'll just dance, looking for a hole, takes it to midfield, and then the pile pushes him backwards after a two-yard gain. That'll be second down and eight, but the clock will continue to run. We're down to 2.45 left. Homestead only has two
1: timeouts because they had to burn one there in the third quarter.
0: A pick six, the difference on the scoreboard right now. Carmel 14, Homestead seven, under two and a half minutes to play. They'll let the play clock run down. It's under 10 as they line up at the line of scrimmage. Again, they bring the big tight ends. Shotgun for Colner and before the snap, they'll blow it dead and there's a false start on the Carmel Greyhound. Is that their third tonight or fourth? Uh, I want to say it's their
1: fourth false start and it's, for them, this is going to be a point of emphasis come uh, tomorrow morning these type of penalties because you just, offensively it's hard to overcome.
0: Well, the five yard march off but they restart the clock and the play clock goes back to 25 seconds. So now you can run this down to about a minute 45, minute 50, about a minute, about a minute 48 before you snap it. Yeah. Holmes is going to have to take a timeout after this play. Spartans have two timeouts remaining. Remember, they burned one early in the half. Here's a handoff, and oh, the Spartans just busted in there. And again, making a play for the Homestead defense, Cruz Pursley. He's a six-foot, 200-pound linebacker. He's been really good tonight for the Spartans defense. He's done
1: a good job of reacting and, and finding those gaps and filling them quickly and making plays that time in the bathroom.
0: And there is a timeout call by the Spartans with a minute 45 to play. It is a third down and long-facing Carmel. And the Spartans hoping for a big third down stop when we come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. I assume we are still here. (laughs) I believe so. So we will go ahead, get back to play. It is third down, about 15 to go from their own 43. Carmel hands it to the running back. He's met, and the ball comes free. Hubsett picks it up, and they'll take the return to the 35-yard line. There's life for the Spartans. With a minute 36 on the clock, they strip the running back. And the quarterback, Anthony Krollner, had to make a touchdown-saving tackle as the Spartans scoop it and tried to get the scoop and score defensive points to tie up this ball game. Instead, we've got a 14-7 score. Carmel the lead, but now Homestead. In Carmel territory at the Greyhound, 35, first and 10.
1: And I believe it was your linebacker that we just talked about Cruz-Persley that made the hit that knocked the ball out. And luckily for
0: Carmel, the quarterback was aware and made the tackle. From the right hash, shotgun for Michael White, the sophomore quarterback. He will give to the running back. Thrash, bounces it to the right and then sticks a foot in the ground and heads right up the numbers inside the 30. He'll take it at about the 28, 27, 28-yard line. That's a nice eight-yard run And a second down and two, but the clock continues to tick. Homestead doesn't burn a timeout. They've only got one left. Minute ten, and the handoff. Thrash again, same play. Almost got a seam, but instead it's first down yardage down to the 20. Now a minute five. Homestead still not taking that final timeout, and the Spartans. Probably desperately would like to turn back the clock with that timeout they called early in the second half to save a delay of game. Shotgun for the right hash. Two receivers, wide side to the left, one receiver to the right. Drop back white, looking, throwing over the middle. Had a man open, but it is incomplete. try incomplete. Trying to throw that post to Fox there. Had a chance at it. Once again, the Spartans receivers running that route right in front of safeties and so there is a little bit of a
1: lane to throw that football i take the shot on the outside come back with that little hitch and go pump fake and get the corner to bite because i think he will being
0: aggressive 47.7 seconds left spartans are down 14 to 7 it is second down at 10 Shotgun snap, for white, throws over the middle, and a lot of contact. Hopestead wants a flag, they won't get one. The ball and the man. Hit box right at the same time. They went right back to that same play, Shannon. Yeah. And they're 0-2 on it on the last two plays. That quick little post. Just get behind the linebackers. It's a dangerous throw because you
1: got a backer underneath and safety playing heavy inside on it. Big third down and
0: 10 with 44 seconds left. Take the outside here. Broke the right hash. Drop back, White, looking. Quarterback draw, White. He's going to be wrapped up at about the 20. Try to push inside the 20-yard line, but Carmel stands him up. And he's going to have a gain of just, what, a yard? I don't even think If that, that yeah, might not be any gain at all. Fourth down and 10. I'm- and now the final timeout taken by the Spartans. seconds left. It's Carmel 14, Homestead 7, Homestead in the red zone at the 20, facing a fourth down and 10 with the ballgame on the line. Timeout on the field. We'll take a break. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza is proud to announce that in addition to tuxedo and suit rentals, they now offer a line of tuxedos, suits, shirts, and ties for purchase. They're geared to the budget-minded wedding party who prefers to own their items instead of renting. These suits are great for the young adult who wants a sharp look for semi-formal or other dressy events. Available in a variety of colors and fits, your friends at Christopher James have you covered. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza, where service and style are always in fashion.
4: Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM.
0: A pick six in the fourth quarter is the difference in the ballgame. Carmel 14, Homestead 7, but the Sparks with the game on the line facing a fourth down and 10 at the Carmel 20, 37.9 seconds. Michael White, the sophomore quarterback, lines up with Jake Rash in the backfield. Brett Fox lines up in the slot to the left. Liam Moore, wide to the left. Drop back, White looking. He's going to go for the home run ball in the end zone, and it's broken up by the safety. They tried to get it to Liam Moore, and it's incomplete in the back of the end zone and that will turn it over on Downs with 32.7 seconds. said with no timeouts. That will end the football game.
1: Well, they went to the one-on-one that we talked about there. I'm going to watch the replay because I think it hit his hands.
0: Yeah, it looked like it was a good throw, but it was also pretty good coverage by Carmel in the secondary. The throw. Yeah, you got to make that one. You had a... A corner playing on the backside and a linebacker dropping in front. And the ball looked like it made it through. Uh But Moore, who had a drop of a post route that would have been a gimme touchdown earlier, dropped that one, and now you've got Carmel going to a knee. Plenty of chances for this young Spartan squad. But unfortunately, it turns into... A learning night. And, you know, coaches understand young teams are going to learn lessons. You always hope they come in wins. But for Homestead tonight, they're educated through a loss as they will fall to the Carmel Greyhounds by a final score of 14-7. to 7.
3: Podcasts by Federated Media.